Hey, Luke, what's with all the pomp and circumstance? You mean graduation? Let's ask Kate. I'm Loris Vitalniak. And I'm Luke Garrett. The COVID-19 vaccine effort and the CDC's rollback of health restrictions for those who got the jab came just in time for high school graduations this year. Back in 2020, WTOP reporter Kate Ryan did a series on the first graduating class to be impacted by the pandemic. This week, Kate tells us what graduation looks like for the class of 2021. So Kate, students are graduating high school just like they do every year. However, last May was the worst of it. And now we're inching closer and closer towards normal again. What has been the difference? Are these graduations this year any better? Anything to kind of make up for the fact that they're graduating in a pandemic? Montgomery County at first was saying, "Okay, here's how it's going to be, kids. You can have a graduation. You can have it outdoors. Now that Montgomery County has seen just the majority of adults vaccinated, they have decided that, kids, you can have as many guests as your facility will allow. So that's a huge difference. Yeah, that's nice because that would be a tough choice. Well, I will have to tell you, when I taught at Quince Orchard, you can't hide that cougar pride. (laughs) Represent. Go go Cougars. It was always a dilemma because most high schools would go down to DAR Constitution Hall and hold their graduation commencement ceremonies. They had to limit the crowds. It's not a huge facility. And that was a tough one for many of my students. I call them my kids. Many of my students really (laughs) agonized over, "Uh uh-oh, I can't have Aunt Minnie. She's going to be ticked off. Almost like a wedding. It's really tough. So this one actually is a lot more flexible than a lot of people had anticipated. You've got a lot of families who are relieved to have some level of normalcy back for their graduations. Compare that to last year. I'll give you the best illustration that I can. When Montgomery County Council member Craig Rice said, well, last year when my daughter graduated, we got to stand her in front of a billboard outside her high school and drive by and take a photo. Mm. That was her graduation. Oh, no. So truly, you could hear how painful that was for him as a proud parent to see that and then... I don't know if there was any jealousy or envy there, but looking at what the kids get this year, he was like, Mm -hmm. wow, it's quite a contrast. And I will say schools really struggled to give these kids something special last year. For example, in Prince George's County, they got Taraji Henson to speak as a way to say, hey, we recognize you. And she is an alum and she gave a wonderful speech. If there was any consolation that helped salve some of the wounds of not being able to hold your graduation. Yeah. Right. And what are the students saying this year? Are they really excited for this year's graduation? Are they glad that things kind of turned around the perfect time as far as graduation 2021 goes? They are thrilled that they get to have something. It still doesn't make up for the no proms, all the memories that you would be building into your senior year were all virtual. So there's still a lot of, this is nice, but could have been so much better, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And it's not uniform either. I think you could go to some school districts and you'd still find people who are saying, this is still terrible. I can't believe we've had to do this. You'll also find in the same system, people going, wow, we have really come a long way. There is a recognition that it's so much Mm -hmm. better than it could have been. 
And Kate, you've been talking to soon-to-be graduates about this pandemic's effect on their high school experience, including Nick Asante at Richard Montgomery High School. Do we have this bond of just all the different traumas that we've had to experience that'll propel us for the rest of our lives and bring us that drive and motivation? What sense have you been getting from other students and teachers about how this pandemic has affected, you know, this class's senior year? I think this cadre of students, as bad as it was last year for the graduating seniors who didn't have a prom and didn't have a graduation, they at least had a first semester. This particular group of students had last semester, 11th grade, gone, right? They had to go home with their older brothers and sisters who were seniors. And then they had a whole year of nothing but virtual experience. I think we're going to be asking ourselves for a very long time, what is the impact of that? How tough has it been? I can tell you that college admissions people were seeing a lot of essays on what I went through in my pandemic senior year. (laughs) There is a recognition of socially, academically, preparation. You guys have posed a really good question. What about when they get to the college campus? Are they losing out? Will they be academically hurt by that? I could answer two ways. And again, some of this is reaching back to my experience as a teacher. 11th grade is when you're really packing in all of your academic Mm -hmm. requirements. So that senior year is made up of electives. It's a bit of, and I do not mean to be at all detrimental to academically what happens in the senior year because a lot goes on. But I don't think you're going to see that these seniors are going to hit college and, uh uh-oh, they can't hack it because their senior year was virtual. Mm -hmm. They have done the bulk of college prep in those first three years. For me personally, I haven't taken a real exam in two years. IB canceled our in-person exams, AP exams, or a virtual 45-minute test last year. So the last time I took like a big culminating exam was sophomore year. And I know that's the case for a lot of different students. Again, I think next fall I'll be able to answer that better because we'll talk to the college professors and say, what are you finding? If I'm an academic, this past two-year session is something I would want to study. I would see a lot of doctoral theses on the impact of virtual learning, of school interruption, of a societal crisis on our kids. There is just so much. It's to be determined. We don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's a shame. Senior year, while not making light of it, is a victory lap for a lot of kids. Like, that's when you get to enjoy the fruits of your labor. And then to have that basically taken away, you'd feel kind of uh, ripped off. Absolutely. I think a lot of students felt that. I remember a senior I spoke to last year, the class of 2020, who talked about his baseball season being cut off early. And it was really poignant because he said, you know, it's more than the game. It's the time spent with people. And this is it. This is our last hurrah. You know, we worked so hard to end one final year of playing sports like on a high note and to not have that to not be able to like walk on the field with your parents it really sucks parents will tell you and if you've listened into any of our reports on parents speaking at school board meetings <laughs> they feel strongly oh my gosh just angry frustrated at the end of their tethers i can't do this anymore it's not good for my kids one mother getting teary saying if you could see the frustration level that my children have and certainly something we've talked about in the newsroom. We're still trying to find out what about the kids who kind of dropped off the radar? 
Where are they? Yeah. What about yeah. their situations? Because we are hearing from people who are plugged into the system. My big question is, what about those other kids out there? We won't have answers for some time. Are there students that aren't necessarily going to go on to college at all now because of this? The counseling staff that you've spoken to, have they seen a dip in students who want to go to college directly after high school? I'd flip that. Oh. More kids are applying to go to college across the board. I don't know if you recall, we recently did a story with Morgan State University, and they said, oh, Kate, we've had record applicants and record acceptances, and it's not just an HBCU thing. It is Mm -hmm. kids seeing a couple of entry points into college education that they didn't see before, one of them being when schools said, don't worry about your SATs, right? A lot of students who figured my SATs are so bad I couldn't get into any school applied and got in. And I think many kids were pleasantly surprised. I can do this. Now, will they enter? Will they complete the college education? Again, yet to be seen. But I don't think it hurt kids not going to college. The flip side is, economically, a lot of people say, why would I go on to college when I could get out and get a job? One interesting thing was, again, one of the students I talked to, class of 2020, went off to Columbia University. Well, she did and she didn't because Columbia Mm -hmm. did their school virtually. So there she was getting into an Ivy League, you know, parents dream, kids dream, and had to do it virtually. Now, she was an exceptionally optimistic, sunny kind of personality who said, well, actually, I'm enjoying my time at home with my parents. I'm going to an Ivy League school, Mm. and I'm at home with mom, dad, and my siblings. Wow. And I kind of enjoy that, she said, because she came from Loudoun County and thought, you know what, New York City, that's a big change I'm kind of glad I get to ease into this. So a very interesting outlook, to be sure. Yeah, I mean, I would think that having quarantined with your family, you'd want to maybe have a little space, or maybe not a New York-sized space, but something. No, she was very, like, I'm, I'm up for this, I can do that, and felt supported as she found, as many students do, college is really demanding. She said the work was not unexpected, but she felt, wow, okay, this is why college is seen as so demanding, because it is. <laughs> mm. Have you seen any indication that this pandemic shifted what students want to study, what students want to be, you know, when they grow up? That's a really good question. I don't have anything to give you an answer on that. That's fine. I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. So To be fair, <laughs> I haven't seen a shift of, I thought I'd want to do law, but now I want to do medicine to work on vaccines. But I will be willing to bet that many of our kids who knew that they were going to go into medicine... They might have wanted to do, say, sports medicine, but might be looking at, huh, virology, immunology, you know, zoonotic diseases. Who knows? I think we have a laundry list of things I have to cover in the next couple of months. (laughs) Next year is going to be something to watch. I know people are like, oh, this was the big year. Next year is going to be something to watch to see how people come back from this, if it changes what our goals should be for our kids, too. I think a lot of school systems are going to be looking at What can we adopt from this past year to help more kids in different ways, in ways we didn't think about before? Hmm. And do you think the pandemic will have the same effect on graduations next year? I think we'll be back to how many kids are coming to DAR Constitution Hall, I think, by next year. (laughs) Because Maryland State Board of Education sent a letter to the schools saying, hey, guess what? Next year, 
None of this virtual education, we want everybody back in the classroom because it is what's best for students. But some school systems like Montgomery County and like Prince George's County are saying, wait a minute, in Montgomery County's case, they're building this virtual academy. And in Prince George's, I know they had a survey. What the outcome will be, again, yet to be determined. But I'm telling you, this has changed the way a lot of school systems look at education and how flexible systems and teachers and students can be. Students from North Point and McDonough High Schools almost lost their chance to receive their diplomas with friends and family in attendance. In the days leading up to the event, forecasts called for rain, which would have caused both Charles County schools to hold a drive-in graduation in the school's parking lots. Fortunately, the weather held out and the students were able to walk across the stage in person on Friday. And a big thanks to Kate Ryan for joining us this week. You can follow her on Twitter at Kate Ryan WTOP. Today's episode was hosted and produced by me, Laura Spitalniak. And me, Luke Garrett. Our cover art is created by cartoonist Audrey Garrett, and our music is courtesy of Lockspeed. Join us next Monday as the world reopens. I wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all the local shows that I like, all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play. Listen local with Podcast DC.